Hello, this is Lee, the cool guy at RegVisionMedia.com, coming from our studios in New York City on the 12th of November, 2015. And uh, considering today is Thursday, that means we've got a Friday the 13th coming up. So on the eve of trouble, let's have a sip of this chocolate last coffee. Mm. Hazelnut flavored International Delights Creamer. So we can get this program off the ground. What do we got going on here at your edition of Issues on Fire? Got notes all over the place. What are we talking about here? 400 years is enough. Oh, oh, there's a story for you. You know, we're locked into this uh, University of uh, Miss Missouri. Well, might as well be Mississippi for what the hell's going on down there. But uh, yeah, you know, yesterday we talked about this thing. Uh, what was it? The issues going on in Chicago and the fact that black life may not matter so much to the folks there. And uh, well, I got a response from a guy, young, I don't know, middle-aged, old chap, I have no idea, indicating, you know, pitching the whole 400 years of slavery stuff and institutionalized racism and the systematic incarceration of black folks and all this kind of stuff. And uh, I mean, you know, we made some points and I uh, wanted to be nice and stuff about it, but uh, I don't know, I had to give a little pushback on that because... Uh, you know, with regards to racism here in the United States, and uh, I don't know, there is a you know that whole strong argument for the historical issues going on between blacks and everybody else. Because when it comes to race in this country, it's pretty much a black and white thing. I mean, that's just the way it's always been. And from this observer's perspective, uh, it's always going to be that way. It may be better in pockets here and there, but the overall structure, it's in place, and it's in place for good. So, with that being said, uh, I was wondering, you know, when the hell are blacks and African Americans going to come to the conclusion that, you know, hey, enough is enough. Enough is enough. And when I say enough is enough, I'm not talking about running out into the street with... Uh, placards and banners and demonstrating and holding candlelight vigil for the dead, those killed, taken by the hands of the authorities, for whatever reason, doesn't seem to be take much these days, you know, and decide that, you know what, that's it, that's enough. I'm going to seek out other spaces on this planet where I can live a life without, you know, I can thrive and not just survive. And I said that pretty much directly, you see. Because if you find yourself in a bad situation and you can't see that it's, it's going to change, I mean, let's face it, if the school sucks, the cops sucks, your life sucks, after 400 years, why stay, why beg and plead? Have some goddamn pride, suck it up and bust a move. And it might have to be a big one. You might have to do something like, look, people all over the world are making changes with their lives when they find themselves in desperate situations. Do you want to have to wait until things like people in Syria running for their lives? Essentially, we're not that far from it when you consider how little value is placed on a black life in this country. If something happens to you, odds are not a whole lot's going to be done about it. And if you look down the, look down the, the, the future based upon what's in the rearview mirror and you see the same coming, get the hell out. I don't know what you have to do. I don't know how you're going to pull it off, but you should be making plans for your 
future, your bloodline, your offspring, your grandchildren. You see, stop fighting the fight that can't be won. You see, you're desperately struggling to be accepted by those who won't accept you. You want a cut of the American pie from somebody who stole the pie. You want a share of something that don't even belong to the people who are occupying it. America isn't our country as black people. We were brought here. And the natural inhabitants didn't even want the people who brought us here, here. So it's like screwed up from the very beginning. African-Americans are a homeless people, essentially homeless. But that's not necessarily a bad thing because the world is a global space now. And all you have to do is look for spaces that are friendly to people of color where you don't have these issues. Is it good for everybody? Is it possible for everybody? No, probably very, very small numbers. But you got to get started. And the sooner the better. It may not work in your life or your child's life, but you may be able to guarantee your grandsons and daughters could find themselves someplace else. And when you look at where we are right now, there's a lot of people, places better than this. And with regards to those students at uh, the University of Missouri, I mean, that's where we started. That's what got us into this black thing this week. It's like, you know, when we really, really started looking at it. It's like, well, why did you go there in the first place? Didn't, didn't the students on that campus get the memo that the place had a rep? for the very issues they'd be facing? Why would they invest their precious few dollars into an institution that's gonna give them a degree with a return on uh, investment? No guarantee. Difficult to learn under pressurized situations like that. Why isn't there a database set up here we go, a database, you know, of places where people of color and people who are of different genders and gay, straight, whatever, where there's a welcome mat. No problems here. And anybody that don't make the list, well, you know, they just don't get your attention. They don't get your business. They don't get anything from you. Restaurants, vacation spots, universities. Don't go to those places. Don't support those, those places. I see people in Macy's and stores that are uh, have issues with people of color and profiling and all of that kind of stuff. And you wonder, why should you see 
a person of color walking down the street with a Macy's bag. This isn't like being like, oh, well, let's boycott and all. No. I'm not going to go someplace and get my feelings hurt. I'm not going to spend my money and be offended. So, I don't know. I'm a social kind of guy. I like to hang out with everybody. I'm open to most situations, but I'm a separatist. And I find that it's not going to work. You can't force people to like people. You can't legislate that stuff. You can have all the conversations in the world. You know, oh, we're going to train our people and we've got seminars for that. And we're going to bring this program in. And No. It's a band-aid solution. It's topical. It doesn't get to the core. The core is set. It's set early. It's set early in life. And it stays that way. And I know this sounds like yesterday's message, but that's because it had to be reinforced. People have to know. You have choices. As long as you've lived a life where your freedom is still yours, you're not locked up behind bars, you have a choice. A young woman in Chicago realized that, well, life sucked there. So she took her... 14-year-old son moved to uh, Virginia for a better life, better possibilities, a safer environment for her 14-year-old son. And uh, she made a mistake. Things didn't work out. She had to come back. 48 to 72 hours later, that 14-year-old son was dead. Shot dead by some gang-related, wild, irresponsible act of violence. In all likelihood, over nothing. She did what she had to do. She got out. Unfortunately, she came back. She couldn't go far enough. But she tried. And that's what most Americans, African-Americans, black people, people of color should be thinking about their options and getting as far away from this place as you possibly can. You have options. Think about it. This is Lee, the cool guy at RetroVisionMedia.com. Coming from CDOs, New York City on November 12, 2015. I don't know if we're going to be here back tomorrow. I don't know. Got to think that through.